0: in Deuteronomy chapter 5. I'll be going to Psalms chapter 1 and Matthew chapter 19 in a little while if you want to find it. Psalms 1 and Matthew 19. Good to be a Christian this morning Good and a good place to be. Uh, uh, where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty Feel liberty here this morning. Thankful for a God that's real and still on his throne and ah, what a savior and a friend. Thankful for your prayers for Connie. Thankful that she's here this morning. Only by the mercy of the Lord, by the mercy of the Lord is she here this morning. Thankful for God's grace and his mercy. My he, He's wonderful this morning. He's absolutely above and beyond. Praise His high and holy name this morning. My, what a Savior and a friend we have in the Lord Jesus Christ. I, I, I'm on verse 7, but I, I can't leave this verse 6. It's it's a wonderful verse. It, 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 there's so much in it. And, and God thought this verse 6 was so important that you'll find this very same verse 125 times down through the Old Testament Scriptures. Now, Uh, Was God not trying to get our attention? Was he not trying to get it in our hearts and in our minds? And was he not like Moses told us up in verse 1, not only to hear it, but to learn it and to keep it and to do it? Uh, My, 125 times it's repeated. It's verse 6. And and he says, I I am the Lord thy God. I am. He is. He's not nothing else. Ain't nothing else worthy to be our God. They ain't nothing else ever saved us. Ain't nothing else ever cleansed us. Ain't nothing else ever washed us. Ain't nothing else ever wrote our names in the Lamb's book of life. Ain't nothing else even comes close to being worthy to be our God this morning. He said, I am the Lord thy God, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt and from the house of bondage It's the Lord. We didn't save ourselves. It's the Lord that brought us out of the world. We didn't free ourselves. It's the Lord that gave us liberty this morning. My, what a Savior and a friend we have in the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise this over in, uh, before I get started on verse 7. Now, over in Matthew 19. And I'm going to read here a little bit in Ephesians 5. I'm going to 19. I'll be there just a minute. Be ye therefore followers Amen. of God. Amen. Be ye, Now, he, he is the the Lord our God. Amen. And, and Deuteronomy says, Thou shalt have none other gods before me. Amen. None other. There ain't nothing that nobody else, nothing or nothing or nobody is worthy to be our God but Him. None other Amen. gods Amen. before Him. Amen. Paul told to the vision church, said, Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children. Not just children, but dear children. Dear children, not half-heartedly, not uh, once in a while or part-time, not, but be ye followers of God as dear children, submitted children, committed children. Sold out children, dear children, and walk in love as Christ also hath loved us. Now that's a a high mark to reach. Uh Walk in love as Christ also hath loved us and hath given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God. For a sweet-smelling Savior. And over in John 5, he said, Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. Everyone that loveth him that begat... Now, that's, that's the Father. He's the one that begat. Everyone that loveth the Father loveth him also that is begotten of him, which is the Lord Jesus Christ... And he said, by this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and keep his commandments. Now, if we, if we love God and keep his commandments, then we're going to love one another. But if we don't love God and we don't keep his commandments, we're not going to love one another. For this is the love of God. This is the love of God that we keep His commandments, and His commandments are not grievous. This is the love of God that we keep His commandments. If we don't love Him, if we don't love Him, we're not going to keep His commandments. If we love Him, we're loving His commandments is going to be dear to us. as dear children. We're going to be dear to us. And over here in Matthew nineteen now. This rich young ruler, Jesus is talking to this rich young ruler and he says, Behold, one came and said unto him, Good master, what good thing... Now this is where this rich young ruler's got everything out of whack. He said, Good master, what good thing shall I... Shall I, put puts that out, do that I may have... Eternal life. Now, the rich young ruler thought that there was something he could do to earn it. He thought there was something they could do that would make him worthy of it. And and I believe this irritated Jesus a little bit. And he said unto him, Why callest thou me good? Now, Jesus, uh, he was God and he was good, but he was trying to make a point unto this rich young ruler. Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one, and that is God. But He said, "If thou wilt enter into life, keep the commandments." And He saith unto him, the rich young ruler said uh, unto him, "Which, which commandments do I have to keep?" And Jesus said, "Thou shalt not do no murder. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness." Honor thy father and thy mother, and thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Amen. But look at the rich young ruler's response. And the young man saith unto him, All these things have I kept from my youth up. What like I? I don't believe it. This this should, I don't believe he kept them all. <laughs> I don't think none of us have. <laughs> no. do, do you see... Uh, We've got to come to the realization of who we are. The, 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 the rural, young ruler didn't realize it. I've kept the... That young man, you can't tell me that young man uh, went through his youth and never looked at a woman to lust after her. Don't believe it. Now, now we get born again and we come alive in Jesus Christ and get regenerated and grow and mature in the grace and knowledge. God can help us with those weaknesses of the flesh, but there ain't none of us out there in the world that hasn't committed some of these sins. And we're all guilty, and we've all failed, and we've all come short, and we're all in need of a Savior, and all in need of forgiveness. And, and, and over here in Psalms 1 now, he said, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. Now, in order to walk in, after the counsel of the ungodly, all we got to do is walk after the flesh. All we got to do is walk after this old carnal nature of ours. We're going to be walking after the counsel of the ungodly. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But listen to this verse too. Yes, sir. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. But Blessed is the man when our delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law doth he meditate, not three times a week at church time. Not a few minutes maybe in the morning or of the night whenever we read. But he said day and night. Day and night. For his delight is in the law of the Lord and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And if we will, if we will meditate delight in the law, we'll meditate in it day and night. Then the rewards here in verse three, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Now we'll not become a tree, but we'll be like a tree, like a tree that's planted there by the rivers of water. And that tree there by the rivers of water grows in roots down into the river, and he can get water any time it needs it. It's always there. But he. But if our delight will be in the law of the Lord, if we'll meditate in it day and night, we'll be like that tree, always drawing from the manna from down on heaven. That, that source of, of nutrients that we need to survive the Christian life, it's always there. It's always flowing. Because we're meditating in the law of the Lord day and night. Wow! Well, well, But he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in due season. In in his season. Bringeth forth his fruit in his season. Do do you see if we're delighting ourselves in the law of the Lord, we're meditating in the day and night, we're like that tree by the rivers of water, we got that source of nutrients from heaven, and we'll be able to bring forth fruit in his season. God will be able to use our lives. Amen. We can be a help and we can be a blessing and we can be a light. But if we're like the ungodly, do you see all we got to do is be about ourselves to be ungodly. All we got to do is walk after the flesh and ignore the word and ignore the statutes. We're ungodly. We've got to meditate in the law of the Lord day and night to be able to overcome the sinfulness of this old flesh of ours. Whatever we feed the most, that's which one's going to win out. If we're feeding that inner man and we're delighting in the law of the Lord day and night. We're feeding that inner man. And we're strengthening. He'll be like that tree by the rivers of water. Always drawing from the throne of God. Always throwing the spiritual needs that we need. And then in in his season when God needs us, we'll have everything we need in place. And he can use us for his glory. Praise his high and holy name. His leaf also shall not wither. Do you see how many times we as Christians... Our leaf begins to wither. Yeah. We begin to shrivel. And we're not what we used to be. Right? And we're not what we should be. Right. And we're in no way shape or form what we could be. That's good teaching. But <laughs> we ain't by the source of water. We're not our leaf withers because we ain't got no water. We're not by the source. We ain't delighting in the law of the Lord and meditating day and night upon the law of the Lord. That's a we're gonna. <laughs> The ungodly are not so. Right. If you're going to walk after the flesh and the new carnal nature and you're going to ignore what the Word says and you're going to go about your own business doing your own thing, you're going to be ungodly. The ungodly are not so, but they are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Uh, 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 the threshing floor. The, the, uh, the Jason mentioned this when we were still out here in the tent. Jason preached out here, and I ain't never forgot, and I believe it. He said he believed that that we're in the church age where where God's put us on the threshing floor. In the threshing floor. And and they would put that wheat on the threshing floor, and and it would be a hard surface. And then they would walk, or they would get animals to walk around and break up all the kernels of the wheat. And when they got it all crushed down, then they'd take what we would call a pitchfork, and they begin to shovel that stuff up, and they'd catch the wind blowing, and they'd throw it up in the air, and the wind would blow the chaff away, blow the chaff. Do you see, we're living in the last of the last days, right. a- and I believe there's going to be a wave after wave of trouble come. There's a shaking going on. There's about to... The- there's about to be a change take place in this old world and there's a shakening going on. And we, and I believe God's put His church on that threshing floor and there's going to be wave after wave of trouble and heartache and bad news and... and Trouble within our nation and trouble around the world is going to come. There's a shaking going on. Hallelujah. But we better get rooted in the Word. We better delight in the law of the Lord and meditate upon it day and night because there's a shaking and we're on the threshing floor and He's throwing us up. He's throwing us up and some's getting blown away by the wind. If you're ungodly this morning and you're walking after your own ungodly way, you're like that child. You're up to blow away anytime. My goodness gracious. Blessed is the man that walketh not after the counsel of the ungodly. We can't walk after our own way and our own will and what we want to do. We've been bought with the price. Woo! We've been purchased by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we owe him our allegiance this morning. We owe him everything. We don't owe him just a little bit. We owe him everything this morning. Whoa! And over here in Deuteronomy, now, and, and in verse seven, he said, "Thou shalt have none other gods before me. None. That as already said, there ain't nothing else worthy to be our God. Do you see the children of Israel? They was that, Moses gave them this message and warned them, but they didn't take heed. Do you see? They went over into and, uh, and the Canaan and into the promised land, and they began to get a uh, whoring after the gods of the Canaanites, Dagon and, and Baal. They began to bow and kneel to them. But do you see that Dagon and Baal is no longer around in our society today, but the same old demonic spirit? Amen. Do you see there was a demonic spirit behind Baal and Dagon? That's what drawed people to them. It was just an old dead, just made of wood or hay or stone or gold, whatever they was made of. They was dead. There wasn't nothing there. But there was a demonic spirit there drawing, them, drawing people. The same old demonic spirits at work in our society today. And a lot of church folks now, they're being drawn away. Thou shalt have none other gods before me. He's got to be first and foremost in our life this morning. They can't nothing else take priority over God in our life this morning. He's got to be first and foremost. Praise. And I wonder this morning, uh, how many of you would be willing to come up here and confess how many hours you spent on your gadgets this week and how many hours you spent in the Word and in prayer? Do you see, whatever we give our strength to, Whatever we draw our strength from, it's our God. That's our God. Do you see this, this God that we serve? He's worthy. He's a big God and he's a great. Ain't nobody ever loved us like he loved us. Ain't nobody ever done for us what he's done for us. Ain't nobody ever paid the kind of price that he's paid for us. He's above. He's beyond. He's great. and they, He's too big and too great to begin, to put something else above him. There's nothing else worthy. He has to be first. I'm telling you, we're living in the last days and there's a shaking going on. And and if we don't want to be blown away like the chaff this morning, we've got to meditate upon the law of the Lord day and night. We've got to get down into these Ten Commandments and into the Word of God and realize they're not just words. They're just not paragraphs and verses. They're... The, it's the law of the Lord. It, it's, it's They're not grievous, as I read to you over Amen. there. They're not grievous. Now, to the carnal nature and to the flesh, they're grievous. But to that inner man, that part of us that's been born again and come alive in the, they're they're, They're, whoo, they're words. They're food for the soul. Amen. And 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 they're beneficial to our lives. These commandments will help us. Amen. They're not here to hurt us. They're here to help us. Amen. And they're to help us to, uh, to get on the rock and to stay on the rock. You, hallelujah this morning. Jesus is that rock. But we can't stay on the rock when we're falling after other gods. Amen. When other things in our life is more important than he is, how, then that's our God. Amen. Thou shalt have none other gods before me. He's got to be first. He's worthy to be first. Woo! I'm going to quit there, but what a Savior. What a friend we have Amen. Lord Hey, bitch!